one in? Uh, sure. Okay. I'm just looking up Arizona Coyotes. Mm-hmm. I just want to see um, some, uh, what they're saying, too. Like, like, possible destinations, like what other people are saying. I've been watching the hockey guy a lot talk about it. Oh, was he talking about it? Oh, yeah. Perfect. You know what? This could be this could be the intro to the podcast. It's nice and raw and natural. I, I kind of like it. But uh, how are oh. you guys doing today? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised. Okay, you want me to restart that? No, it's okay. <laughs> okay, no, yeah, we're, we're starting I'm the podcast. I'm eating a cookie like, here. Hey, you know what? That's okay. Some ASMR, too. What a podcast. Um, <laughs> um, Brace, don't you listen to Barbershop ASMR? I remember you, I started listening to it too to go to sleep sometimes. You still listen to that? So, yeah, like a lot of people are really into like, there's so much weird ASMR, overly yeah. sexual ASMR. Yeah. It's like, I'm not trying to get a boner here, but. I hate the mouth. I hate people when they make noises with their mouth for ASMR. Yeah. Dude, I'm. I like. Uh, it's relaxing to watch. You know, you watch a nice, a nice old school barber shop. You know, a little oh, head yeah. massage. You know, a little shave. I, honestly, I love getting my hair cut. So it just reminds me of that when you hear all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Wow, it's a good feeling. Ah, uh, yeah, big fan. But, but uh, yeah. Um, my mic just fell. You're welcome. Um, so, my mic, my mic just fell. This is a disaster. Um, I know. Okay, why don't I start again? Well, okay. Okay. So, so uh, welcome to the Fourth Honors Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the conference finals, which is the final four teams. Honestly, in my opinion, I have well, I have a few opinions about the final four. Um, but Brace, what are you thinking about the final four here? Um, you know. It's what the first time in history. It's all Sun Belt teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I, I don't know. I get really tired of people like bitching about you know, uh, and like these teams don't even have snow in their cities. Like, how is this? <laughs> like, guys, they play in a they play in an arena. Okay, you can make ice in any city in the world that wants to. So, quit, quit shitting on cities. I don't know if you were about to shit on these cities, but. Quit, quit shitting on teams that are set Southern, okay? Like, it, you can't have a successful league that's only in the northern part of the continent, all right? It's not all about you. It's not all about your freaking snowy, cold city. Nobody gives a shit. Just stop Just stop taking these teams that are that are warm all year and saying they're not good for hockey because plenty of them are. Anyways, go ahead. Well, I wasn't saying entirely that. But I was saying, I was going to say, I like, just not based on where the location is of the teams. Obviously, they're all great four teams. They have been for years. But I just find the East is a lot weaker than the West. And I'm, I, I'm, I've, I'm more fit. I think, in my opinion right now, right now, the West is stronger than the East teams. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think Dallas is definitely a contender. I think Vegas is a contender. Florida was definitely an underdog coming in here, right? And Carolina has two very notable injuries with Andrei Sveshnikov and Tara Vinen. So yeah, pre-injury that I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like 
the, the West has two very strong teams there. And then the East, you have a big underdog team, Florida, but they've proven that they can hang. And then you have Carolina, who was probably one of the favorites coming into the playoffs, but these two big injuries, like, I'm surprised they've made it this far, honestly. Yeah. Just because yeah, of those two yeah. key injuries, but Svechnikov and, uh, um, uh, who was it? Taravainen. Yep. Yeah. And then, you know, goalie wise too, I, you know, they obviously was it that one of them got hurt or wasn't, wasn't playing that well. Ranta wasn't playing so well and he started a few games. Anderson's um, been good though, but Anderson's really stepped up the plate. And, um, I think that's probably part of the success for them. But also, they do have some good other players, right? Like, Ajo is an amazing player. I think he's a very underrated guy. Um, I think Brent Burns is having a re- little bit of a resurgence, and people need to pay more attention to him because I think, you know, he's definitely a back, uh, an important piece on that back decor. And having an offensive defenseman like that, a guy like that in the playoffs, it really helps your team. And he's also a veteran too, which is nice. And it, you kind of want to see him win a Stanley Cup, in my opinion, yeah, because he hasn't won it yet. Like he's he doesn't have any years left in the tank. He got traded from his his long term team. You know, it's kind of now he's going to be start bouncing between team or team or retire, either or. You know, but I I think Brent Burns. I've seen people say, yeah, if anybody they'll like if Carolina wins, they'll hand the captain will uh, hand him the cup next. Jordan Stahl will hand it to him next. Um, just because uh, he's he's a pretty good guy, well, from what we can see, and he's an entertainer as well, right? Like he's entertaining. Um, Brent oh, Burns big personality. Is a, oh yeah, right. And like the, his look too, it, it's just so him, and it's very unique. And I think that's the upside. I think Brent Burns and Frederick Anderson, so the back end of that team, is a big part of their success, right? I mean, you got Slavin, you got Netches, you got yeah, Seth yeah. Jarvis. Yeah, it's Martin endless. had a huge series. Oh yeah, for sure. And it, that's why I'm just saying I'm not yeah, you're, I'm pretty sure he had nine goals or something Mark like Nick? that in the second yeah, round. You know, yeah, he played yeah. really well. Yeah, and that's supposed to be like a fourth line guy, right? Like isn't that yeah, depth piece. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I know he's a team, he's a role player, so he probably bring, brings that playoff energy. Um, you know, he's the one that says Sefshnakov, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that that must take some firepower to say that out of your voice like that that's crazy the way he says it man um but yeah it, but when you look at florida there are they're on a streak right now i don't know i don't get where this florida panther team came from honestly this is a florida uh, panther don't. team well this is a team that almost didn't make the playoffs right definitely had a rough uh season uh yeah. they went on a big run to get into the playoffs but how is this team not better than the president's trophy winning team from last year? They won the president's trophy last year and then they traded Huberto for Kachuk, right? Yeah, and they lost K- Giroux. Giroux. Yeah. You know, yeah. late acquisition that, but that's okay. Yeah. It's like, it's like you got and Matt Kachuk who, yeah, but Montour has been better than Uyghur. That's very true. Montour has been outstanding. Actually, he's like, a hard defenseman to play against. And Bobrovsky's Bobrovsky's playing some of his best hockey ever. Like the Florida Panthers last season won the president's trophy and they honestly got better with Matt Kachuk. You know, they got better internally with Brennan Montour. Mm -hmm. Like this team 
is 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 all that. You know, they have 40 goal scorer Carter Haggy. You know, they have dynamic players like Duclair. They still they have Barkov, who's a who's a selkie guy. How is this team not? How is this team not great? I mean, we 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 don't talk about them because they they play down in Florida. But look yeah. at that roster. Look at who they've beaten. You know, like this Florida team, I think has a very good chance at winning the Stanley Cup. A very good chance. Well, and they're a team that's not just skilled, but they're also they know how to get in like people's heads or like oh, other guys' dude. heads, and dude. they they know how to play physical too. Like they don't guys they don't like they, they played chippy as hell, man. Like yeah. look at Sam Bennett. You know that that's a guy you want on your team. As much hate as the guy's gotten. Yeah, I mean, like Enrico Gudis. I mean, he you know, that that ending scene there with Toronto. That was just. Oh you no! Know, that was, that that was I don't know. Okay, that game, that game. What what, what is, did you watch the game? I watched the third period. So, what did you think about the game in general and the third period? Then, well, I mean, the game was very close. It could have gone either yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, but Toronto, Toronto only managed to score three goals. What once on Bob? But but what about that non-goal? That non-goal oh. that supposedly by Morgan Riley that. Didn't go in, but everyone's claiming they didn't hear a whistle, so it should have been a goal. Okay. The non-goal, like, we all know the rules here. If if the referee doesn't call it a goal on the ice, and it goes to review, and there's no definitive answer, it's well, not it, a goal. It was past the goal line. Like, it, it showed it. Prove it. Like, there's when? pictures... There's pictures of it. I've seen pictures of when it. When Bob was standing up, when Bob was yeah, standing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, after the play was dead, right? But he was standing on the puck, basically. After the play was dead, though. I'm not sure. I couldn't watch that game. So. <laughs> I mean, look, let's be honest here. Realistically, yeah, the puck was probably over the line. But that call that that call gets called the same way if it's at the other end as well. If you cannot prove it's definitively in the net, then it, you can't call it a goal. Yeah, and I'm gonna watch it live here, and let me reevaluate because maybe I maybe I'm just being biased right no, here. No, no, no. Like no, like realistically, I could man, be. Like, I could be. Though. The puck, I could be. The puck, the puck went under his pad. Like there's a very good chance it was over the line. Like most, most even like anti leaf people are saying like yeah that that probably was over the line. But we all understand the rule. The rule is if you can't prove it, you, you can't oh call it a goal. Oh my god. You, okay, I sorry. I, I'm not. I'm not saying oh my god to you with the video. Like, yeah, he put it in and when Bobrovsky was down, like Bobrovsky was down and it was in the net, right? Like it was, if you, if anyone's going to watch this right now, I'm watching the Sportsnet one, like literally the, I, the he blew the whistle a few moments after Riley put it in. And I don't think they even knew what, what if it was a goal or not. No. Eh. And you also, 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 Riley, Riley does shove Bobrovsky's pad with his stick. So that's another tap. factor, too. It's, it's a tap. But Rakko yeah, Gudis also, you know, held Yankrook's stick and then they scored the winning goal. But you know, That's a little different than shoving the goalie's pad, I think. I don't know, man. He could have stopped the goal. I stopped it. You know, it that split second. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. I don't. I interference interference it, i mean uh, i don't know 
I would like to say it was a goal. Probably. But so you, you tied it. Okay. Like it's not but but it's not like that goal was it's not like that that goal would have been in like overtime. That was just to tie the game, which you guys did anyways. Yes. But the extra goal would have been nice. Yeah, but the, everything changes, you know? Everything changes. Like that 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 is like a huge butterfly effect. Yeah, I know. I know. I I may be being a little biased, but uh I get no, like, I get the frustration. I mean, like I understand that like oh my god, that yeah, sucks. Like, like that they couldn't puck they look was at it again. In. Like keep looking like they I don't know. I saw every angle, dude, and there's no definitive angle. The only angle that shows the puck clearly in the net is the one in the in, in, in is the camera in the back of the net with and that's when Bob is standing up when everybody's calling the play dead. Like yeah. that puck being in the in the net there doesn't matter. Like, like I said, realistically, that puck probably likely was in the net, but the rules are the rules. You can't overturn something on probably, you know, and there's no way for that referee to see that, that, you know, in real time when the play was happening because it it was so obscured by Bob's pad. I mean, dude, it sucks. Like, you know what? Like, I, I get it. Right. And like, they're just trying to do their jobs. Right. Like, and it's hard. It's very hard to tell. And you got to make the right call. You got to do what you think is fair. And if that's what they thought is fair, they were just doing their jobs. And I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. Right. And like, obviously Florida's a good team. They deserve to win. And Toronto has some work to do right in the off season. Like the, they definitely didn't, you know, there's something that has to be done. That core four needs to be broken up. Um, yeah. Everyone's talking about that. Oh, the trade on Austin Matthews. Oh, but then he says he wants to be here for very for long term. Oh, but Nylander says that too. But Samsonov says that too. I'm like, how the hell yeah, are we t- signing Tavares, all these Tavares, guys? Tavares also said that to the New York Islanders. So I that yeah. who cares? Yeah, and that's the thing. How the hell would you even sign all these guys? That's the thing. And I, I guess I mean I know Bunting's gone. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Bunting's gone. Um, Before we keep going, uh, what'd you think yeah. of a good ass screaming in Wolves' face? I don't know. It was a little odd. Like, did they have any beef? No, I just think Gudas is celebrating. <laughs> and and I, I thought it was cold as fuck. Man, I, thought, I, I mean, I'm that's gutsy. Right that was gutsy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something right now. I'm going to send you uh, I'm gonna send you something, okay? On your phone. Okay. Hold on. Well, honestly, I'm thinking about it. That's maybe something I would do when I was playing hockey, but not to that extent, but try to get in their heads a little bit. But they won the game, so... I'm gonna send you a. Uh, I'm gonna send you something on on Snapchat right now. Okay, I'm waiting to see this. You get uh, my live reaction here. Hold on, man. This is really the future, eh? We're doing a podcast and typing on Snapchat at the same time. Yeah, hold on, it's coming. <laughs> I see your little face there, looking. <laughs> He's my guy's speaking up, man. Oh, you you gotta be kidding me, man. Man, what what did Wall do? What did Wall do, man? He should just punch him in the face. He had nothing to lose after <laughs> that. <laughs> Shouldn't he? <laughs> the picture of Goodass screaming at Wall is my mm. fucking lock screen. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty iconic if you think about it. That is iconic, dude. Yeah, like that picture will last for a while, right? Like there's so many Leaf about- fans who are so butthurt about it. Like, you should you shouldn't be screaming at a rookie like that, like, bro, who gives a shit? Like it just he just won a playoff series, dude, in overtime. Like I just didn't on, get man. I just didn't get why he stared at him. And He's intense. Cheered. Gudas is one of the most intense guys in the league, dude. 
well, at just the, the, I, I know he is, but at the time I was like, what is he doing? Like, I didn't know what he was doing. I was like, why did he just do that? Like, I was confused. I thought I was like, well, were they chirping each other? Like, I, I thought no, that. I, I just think Udas is, is just a monster. I just think he's a, he's yeah. a villain, you know? Oh. Um, and I, I like to embrace the villains in sport. You know, I, my, I watch a lot of Formula One. I cheer for the villains in Formula One, you know. Hey. And when we get into the playoffs, I love cheering for the villains. You know, the Sam Bennett's, the Gudis, you know what I mean? Hey, I not all heroes them. win. Not all heroes win. Um, on on another note, I thought Wall played really great. I think yeah. he should realistically realistically should be considered for possibly the starting job next year, depending on what happens with the Leafs goaltending. I think if they work out things with Samsonov, definitely. I mean, bring him up, yeah. But I don't think he like starting as many games. Like he, he's, I mean, he's twenty four, but I think he still has development to do because. He hasn't played a lot in the NHL, mostly AHL, but he's killed it in the AHL. And one thing I noticed about Justin Wall, like, like honestly, he felt comfortable out there. He wasn't really nervous. It didn't seem like, like, we don't know that, but it, he showed great composure throughout the whole game. Yeah. And this guy is literally so tall that he can see above anyone, and he uses his stick to like poke check guys to do anything like that and he's very good at it like i'm like i noticed that out of him so he must he's be got good, a good at pedigree it. man he's got he good does. pedigree he's he i didn't realize he had such good pedigree i i thought he was i, I didn't really know too much about him yeah prior to I this mean, season you know I, I thought maybe he was just kind of like you know just an ahl guy that the leafs got you know who maybe could handle some call-ups he's a legitimate prospect oh no um, he is yeah uh, he he could very very well you know be a starting goalie in the in the National Hockey League in a couple of years you know um, and goalies you know we always say it get better with age in the league mm-hmm. I I think that's you know a potential guy that the Leafs can can look to as being part of the future so well I'm looking at it and like where he was drafted it wasn't that low either he was drafted um, was he drafted it, by the Leafs. Yeah, in the third round, sixty-two okay, overall. Yeah. So he's a pretty decent guy. He's won a World Junior, uh, gold medal, NCAA championship. He he wins wherever he goes, man. Like it's so surprising because usually Leaf fans, you know, I, you, usually you hear them talking these guys up. So like with a guy with this yeah. much pedigree, I just, I just don't know why I hadn't heard more about him. You know, you know what? I mean, he's been stuck in the AHL for a while. Um. But, like, I want to see how many years. Yeah, he's been in for the Marlies for a long time. Uh, That's fine, though, for a goalie. Yeah, like, he went to Boston College, uh, played 32 games for the Marlies, and then, and then uh, the last season he had uh, eight. He did after the 2021, after the 2020-2021 season, his save percentage was nine and above. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it just kept raising after that, and no wonder they called him up. I mean, they could have called up Shalgren, right? Who they depended on last year, and they did like him, but I wasn't so confident in him like I am with Justin Wall, right? I think he's Wall, more prepared. Wall looked good. He did. Yeah, Wall looked good. It'll be interesting yeah. to see what happens to him. Um, but, do you want to transition now to the other uh, failure, uh, the Edmonton Oilers? Yeah. Honestly, I thought they were good. I don't know. And 
a little part of me when they started the playoffs, I was like, oh, there's still a missing piece. Like, I, I don't think they can go with this core. Yeah, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Ekholm, Nugent Hopkins was having a good season. I just, there was still something missing from this core. Yeah, Darnold I'll tell you what's well. missing. I'll tell you what's missing. It's a, it's a goalie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, Stuart I'm, Skinner. How long have I, mean, I been saying it for, man? Well, Stuart Skinner is a good goalie, but not a, like a starting outstanding goal goalie for the playoffs and he's, not just he's yet not, not yet good you don't think Stuart skinner is good no i thought i think he's pretty decent he's not good enough no not i mean i think he's good in the regular season but maybe not playoffs and campbell is definitely having an off season but that's like game the first one season. vegas six goals game yeah. two skinner has a good game game three vegas five goals Game yeah. four, he has a decent game. Game uh, five, four goals. You know, a, a pivotal game that he needed to shut down. He's playing against, who was it in the net? Brissot, was it Brissot the whole time? No, so Brissot, I think, got Aiden Hill. Hurt. Yeah, Aiden Hill ended up coming in. Got, he got outplayed by Aiden Hill, bro. And then game six, dude, he's nowhere, bro. Five yeah. goals against again. He's yeah. not, he's either not ready He's both. He's not ready, and I don't think he'll ever be an elite goalie. No. I mean... Ever. I don't know. Like, it, I think it's so early to tell for him, and I think they also depended on on him very quickly because they, they, they expected Campbell to be the guy, so they had to turn to someone, right? They didn't really have anyone else, but they have this young goaltender, so might as eight, well try eight, to get three him save percentage in the playoffs, dude. Yeah. What is his? Not, what, is, what about his season stats? And what, what what was the save percentage? I want to compare them. Uh, let me look. Because that can tell a lot. I At mean, a nine fourteen, a two seven five yeah. goals against average. Yeah, so he's just maybe not built for playoff hockey, or maybe not yet. At least, like he was decent in the season for a young goaltender for his decent. age, right? Like, it's not bad, but. Playoff hockey I, I just is don't different think, hockey. I just, I just don't think he's. Here's another telling thing for me: is mm-hmm. Jack Campbell had an eight 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 save percentage over the course of the regular season, and still went twenty one and nine. So, you know, when yeah. your team scores like this, it's you can rack up those wins even by not playing so well. I think I, I just Stuart Skinner was absolutely the problem for the Oilers. If the Oilers had, a, you know. A great goalie back there. I think they win mm-hmm. that series, dude. Because I don't. Skinner wasn't making the saves when he when he needed to make them. He had good games, where he. I mean, they 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 you know they they won how many games? Two games against Vegas, right? Yep. Like uh, he played well those two games, but he just, he wasn't yeah. consistent. Yeah, you know it's funny that we're talking about goalies right now. Um, did you see Eddie Lack's tweet? <laughs> he uh, said maybe. He, he was, like, saying, he's like, man, we're blaming the referees a lot. Why can't we go back, like, in the old days where we just blame the goalie all the time? <laughs> exactly. I yeah, agree. So, so, Eddie Lack knows what's up. Well, and... I'm blaming Stuart Skinner right now. All right. Okay, it's his fault. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I, I honestly, they think they can do it with McDavid, but apparently Ken Holland might be on his way out from Edmonton. I've heard some stories about that. And maybe that... Is a good idea. I don't know. Maybe 
some trades will be made. Like Cody CC's contract is, I'm pretty sure he's in the millions and some other guys that are maybe not some top players that they can just, you know, fill those spots with better players. I mean, they, they traded Pulley RV away. So that was a waste of a fourth overall pick. And I don't know. I don't know what they really have to do, but I thought honestly, they could possibly go to the finals. Right. I just, you have, I mean, you have guys like Evander Kane needed to be better. Five points in 12 games, a player of his caliber. He needed, he needed to be better. Well, I think I, I, I could be wrong, but I think Jack Eichel had a better series than Connor McDavid. I, I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, like Vegas really racked it up on Edmonton when they won, right? Yeah. Like there were games, there were games where McDavid wasn't, you know, McDavid and Dreisaitl didn't produce, right? And those are the games they lost. And I mean, are we, are we getting back into the the conversation where when McDavid and Dreisaitl don't score, this team loses? Like that possibly. But I mean, Nuge I, had I a good series. So. Nuge but, had a good playoffs. Hyman had but a good apparently, playoffs. Apparently, Nuge doesn't score when it's even. He only scores when it's power plays. Apparently, had majority one of goal. his goals. Yeah, one goal that was just even. So yeah. I, I don't know what that says. Maybe he just plays well with a, power, a superstar line. You know well, what I mean? That power play was insane. Like Evan Bouchard had 15 power play points yeah. out of the 17. Yeah. Like Play well, playing with McDavid and Dry Saddle will do that. Right? Yeah. It will do that. It will increase your point total by a shit ton. These are the best players in the world. I mean, it's gonna make you a better player, but I can't rely on these two guys for so long. Even McDavid, remember when we said that he's 26, like he's getting up there in age? He said it himself in an interview not too long ago. That I, my my window's closing. Like I I gotta win a Stanley Cup, right? Like he he needs to. Yeah, he needs to. There's no way McDavid can not get a Stanley Cup if if he doesn't get one with Edmonton. Leave Edmonton. Just leave. Like, don't be yeah, loyal. I don't. I don't know. I that would be cataclysmic if a player like McDavid left left. You know well, his franchise. Well, okay, I'm I'm saying like when. He's about to retire. Don't stay with them if you haven't won yet. You know what well, I mean? Well, I mean, if he if he's if he's you know in his mid to late thirties and he hasn't won a Stanley Cup, that that's that's an actual disgrace. Yeah, that's and a concerning. disaster. I mean, he's had one, two, three, five playoff runs in his career. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. He's got he's got freaking dry saddle, and I I've said it before. I think McDavid and dry saddle are very comparable to prime Crosby Malkin. Uh, I I I think you know they have Evan Bouchard there, who who's you know their Latang. Like they need they need they need flurry. You know they yeah. need their flurry, and I they think do. once you get that goalie, I think that's when you can start to talk about the Oilers winning. Well, yeah, like. I'm sure there's going to be some goalies in free agency like there always is and some crazy goalies that are trying to find big contracts. So they can definitely find a new goaltender. I mean, they got to make they, a trade. But they have Campbell signed for so long. Like that's a disaster. That's this is the thing. Campbell could be really good next year, but they don't know that for sure. It's not 100 percent. It's probably like 50 50 right at this point. Like you don't, I don't know think you. Campbell. I don't think. I don't think you can win a cup with with a guy like Campbell. With Jack Campbell, no. But yeah, like I don't it, either. It, I mean, you see look, teams think, like think of a Stanley Cup winning team that didn't have an elite goalie. Try. So there was Kemper. Was that the last goalie to win? 
Colorado. I guess, I, 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 I guess, I guess Kemper. I mean, well, well, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to recall who, who won the past few years. I'm just trying. That's what I'm doing. Kemper, Kemper was very good that year. He was. Is he like he a, had a, a good year team? Year yeah. Right. Sometimes you could make it with a lower end goalie. And I think I'm, he just was. Think, just think about it, though. I mean, you got like the the cup winning teams, man. You have like, oh boy, I know. Like, I mean, the like, flurries, the quicks, the the, the Vasilevsky, the Vasilevskys. Yeah, I mean, they all did have good goalies. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of some other teams that St. Louis had Bennington. Bennington was was very good that year. Like, yeah. Here's yeah. how here's how it works. It's like. You either have like an elite goalie who's elite from year to year, or you have a goalie on a freak year heater. You know what I mean? The yeah. Bennington's, the Kempers. It you you can't have an average guy playing average. Yeah. And I mean, I know that sounds redundant as fuck to say, but like you're not gonna win with an eight eight three save percentage. Yeah. You can't. No, it, it it's not. It's 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 not a ideal thing when you're trying to win a Stanley Cup. Like if you have a, a great team and the situation you have with the Oilers, you can tell from the beginning when you go into the playoffs that you're unsure of who your starter is and you're trying to just do put in who's ever who's ever hot right now. You know what I mean? They yeah. don't even like really know. They're like, "Okay, you're hot. Keep it going until you stop and then we'll switch." Right? Like or not even like sometimes like they just don't want to switch and like that's the thing like you need to have like that main goalie like I guess Samsonov was the main goalie for the Leafs Justin Wall was going in Bobrovsky I guess main goalie but Alex Lyon did start some games but they did put Bobrovsky Samsonov in. was fine Samsonov was fine yeah uh, I played. I liked him Vasilevsky was off I mean I think that yeah. was the main thing with the Leafs Lightning Vasilevsky was playing not his best hockey. Yeah, no, he wasn't. You know, and and and, and you look at the well, teams they have that a are different still in decor this. too. They have a different decor than last year. Like McDonough's gone, Cal Foot's gone, um, that, and that hurts still there. Too. Yeah, like a lot, like those guys are gone, right? So it's a different. But look, decor. But look at like what's look at what's left, right? You have you have Jake Ottinger. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think he's Aiden he's Hill. I mean, well, let's. Well, let's, they have quick I mean, too, let, I guess. Like, they have quick. Let me look at Vegas' stats here. Sorry, I'm not just totally talking out of my ass. <laughs> Playoffs. Yeah, so Aiden Hill is a 9-3-4 save percentage right now. A 9-3-4. 9-3-4. Four. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's hot, man. But he, has, like he hasn't... Hill's, well, he hasn't played a lot of games, right? Like, he hasn't... A, Aiden many, Hill's hot, dude. Let's look at, let's look at Carolina. How many, game, how many games has he played in the playoffs, though? Because his save percentage could be high if he hasn't played a lot of games. Uh, he's played a few. Uh, Aiden Hill has a three and one record. Oh, that's not played bad. Played five games, started three. That's not bad. That's not bad at all, especially against no. McDavid. What? Brissot ran out of gas. Mm -hmm. They put in Hill. He's hot. They win the series. Yep. It's like I mean, it's Carolina. exciting too, right? Hey, Vegas is just a, Anderson just a... has a nine three one. I mean, you're, you're right. Like all the goalies in here I mean, are performing very well. This is the well. most redundant thing to say. Like goalie play good, win games. I'm just yeah. trying to point out that, like, yeah, no one really Edmonton, wants to pay a goalie so much money, right? You know, Bobrovsky has a nine eighteen. Yeah. 
It's surprising, now, honestly, though. Like, I didn't expect some of those guys to be good. And I think that's what I'm partly saying. Like, a lot of teams could get those type of goalies and they just perform in the playoffs. You know what I mean? And it could yeah. just be a one-time, one-hit hunt wonder, if I guess you want to say it that way. I mean, they're still good goaltenders. Like, don't get me wrong. They're all in the NHL. Uh, I, I can name one-hit wonders. Like, Antti Niemi. That guy was a one-hit wonder. Niemi? I like Niemi. But yeah, he, you can he make was, you can make an argument that Bennington is a little bit of a one hit wonder. The, he, oh, he'll he never play like he did in that season. I hate. I'm sorry. I hate Bennington. <laughs> a lot it's, of people do. Cam, Cam Ward so as iconic as iconic as Cam Ward was, one yeah. hit wonder. Yeah, I just won one cup. All right. Like you have, you have those guys that can do that. Jake Ottinger, by the way, is the outlier here. He's only got a 903. Still above nine though. I mean, you can win with that. I mean, they're winning games. They're winning games. I, I don't know. I, I It sounds like I'm just shitting on Skinner here, but but Edmonton needs to have that goalie back there. He, they need that guy. And yeah. Skinner and Campbell are not those guys. And I don't think Edmonton can rest until they find that elite goalie. And I yeah. don't think Skinner, I don't think Skinner will ever get to the point where he's a serious top-notch NHL goalie. I think he's, I think he's going to be forever average. One of those guys. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see that. Like, I don't see him being a Vasilevsky, Carey Price, or anything compared to that, right? Like, no. I, I, you can already tell. Like, I mean, we would already probably know if they were that type of goalie. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. But, you know, usually you do. I mean, goalies are really weird of how they progress. But um, what do you think? What did you think of uh, Dallas? Beating Seattle? Yeah. They went to a well, game Rupe seven. Rupe Hints is nuts. Oh, he is. And you know what? Like, he's very underrated. I, I mean, I think he's starting to get recognized. Before he wasn't. Before he wasn't even talked about, really. You know what I mean? But he's definitely come up in the, the past years and he, been a top player for them. He's he's leading that team by seven points right now. Yeah. But, but after that, man, it's so much depth. Robertson 12, Domi 11, Pozvalski 10, Jamie Ben 10, Sagan 9, excuse me, Dadnov 9, Heiskanen 9. Like, yeah, I mean, Max good, Domi, a lot good of weapons. Pickup. Good pickup. Oh, yeah. Might right? be one like, of the better pickups at the deadline this year. I think so too, because he's very skilled, but also could be physical. You know what I mean? He's like his dad a little bit, but has a little more skill. And on it, that's perfect for playoff hockey, honestly. This Dallas team is deep. I think I think this Dallas team... So I was just going to say we should predict who wins the conference finals. It's pretty easy for me. I'm going Dallas beats Vegas, and I'm going Florida Panthers beats Carolina. I think it's going to be Florida-Dallas in the cup final. See, I didn't think about this one. Dallas-Florida, that, that, that would be a good Stanley Cup final. I wouldn't want to see... Oh, I didn't... I, I was thinking the whole time. I didn't want to see a Seattle-Carolina or Florida fi- finals. I just wouldn't like that. I don't know. In my opinion, I wouldn't like that. I think it'd be a little boring. But now that Dallas and Vegas are here, I don't know. Does Vegas go for the cup? Like they they make they finally make it without being an inaugural season, and they finally make it and then beat whatever East team they face. I don't know. I kind of have a vibe for Vegas, but I also want Dallas to win. But I I, I maybe see Vegas going through. So I don't want to be biased want, here. Are you are you rooting for Dallas? You're rooting for Dallas to win the cup. Yeah, but I I think Vegas will go through though. Okay. Just I mean it's it's close. It's a close series. It it is, and I know 
it's hard to say that because Ottinger is a lot better than like Aiden Hill, Quick. Well, Aiden Persaud. Hill is playing better. Aiden Hill is playing better right now than Ottinger statistically. He is, and yeah, there you go. Like, and it definitely helps with having the team in front of them too. Like, um, the decor for the Vegas Gold Knights is amazing. Petro uh, Petro is literally. I mean, after his little chop that he had, what did I you mean, think we, about we that? Talked about that chop. What did What did you think about that? Uh, I just think he lost his mind. Yeah, honestly, I just think was... he had a total. I just think he had a total moment of rage and lost his mind. And you know what? I've had that done to me before, and I've always wondered why. But they think they should just go do that, and maybe that what's that's what it was really. Um, but a, like, I've heard people say, "What are like?" I don't know if they said he said this, but like. What if he was just going to the boards just to break his stick and then his arm got in the way? You know oh, fuck mean? no. No, he chopped it. Yeah, I know. Like, like there's, there's, no, no, no. That was intentional. He knew what he yeah. was doing. Yeah, we know. yeah. I just think he lost his shit, dude. I think he was just really angry and just no, lost for it. for sure. But, uh, and I mean, I, that's definitely playoff hockey, get furious. But I wouldn't see the, him to be the type of guy to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Another thing, like, too, is like everybody's like so angry these playoffs with like stuff going on like isn't this what we want to see like don't we want to see the angry shit the chippy shit you know the like obviously we don't want to see anybody get hurt and you know that's why the petro thing was a little bit much but oh my god there's a lot of rage this year with like the antics it's like this is like what makes hockey so good i I honestly agree with you i think that i think the reason is because people are so passionate about their fan bases they they've treated like it's a family member and they get so offended if like something happens to them you know what i mean but it's just a hockey team <laughs> you know what i mean you're not on the it's so team. and like as yeah. somebody who doesn't really have like a, I don't have like a dog in the race like i guess besides florida who is like i've said they're my second favorite team but second favorite team is very different from a favorite team yeah you know what uh, i mean yeah. But like, but like, could, it doesn't really matter if they win or lose, right? Like, like, I, it's it's not it's not my victory. Yes, I'm rooting for them, yeah. but it's not my cup. You know, the same way that yeah. Vancouver winning the cup would be my cup, as absolutely lame and nerdy as that sounds. But like, watching these playoffs from just like a like a, a spectator with with no real dog in the race, like it's been so entertaining with all the shit going on. Mm-hmm. And I just read Twitter, and everybody's just so freaking mad. It's like, isn't this why we like this sport? Isn't isn't this yeah, why I we love, enjoy hockey? I love a re- I love a rowdy playoffs. Like I, it's honestly makes it more exciting. Like if there's nothing, it's just a boring game. The like, extracurricular stuff is just what makes the playoffs so good. I mean, you have two teams playing against each other for potentially seven games straight, high stakes hockey. Of course, there's gonna be some angry shit going on. Like, well, that, that's the thing. Not, like, have, like, there's a lot like, of emotion. That comes with playoffs, right? And like these guys are gonna get heated. Their their hearts are racing. They want a Stanley Cup. They're hungry. So it, obviously they're gonna be a little more rowdy and rougher, and you know, screaming in goalies' faces. You know what I mean? They're gonna be doing this type of stuff. Have and we it, forgotten how insane it was in the '90s and the 2000s? Like that yeah, that shit. This was is nothing. Insane. This is nothing compared to that. The We're '70s, honest, bro. Do you think? Do you think the, the NHL's the, gone soft? I think the fan. I think a lot of fans have a lot of whining. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I don't I mean, think the NHL's gone soft. I like the way the game's transitioned. I don't believe it's in, a lot I don't safer. Think, it's a lot. Safer. I don't think you should be able to punch your way to the Stanley Cup 
Philadelphia no. Flyers. But yeah. like, I, I, you know, I definitely enjoy the physical aspect of it. You know, yeah. a little bit of like, dude, a little bit of a little bit of dirty shit going on. Like, that's that's what well, makes the sport so fun to watch. I, honestly, it's some of the players might like it too. They might like the freedom to do that a little oh, bit. Oh, bro, it you gets you in mean? the game. Gets you yeah. mentally. Like Marchand, Marchand, that's his game. That's his game, man. He gets on people's nerves. He he's a fuck. He he's he just gets on. Like what's the what's the name for what what do we, what do we call him again? An agitator. There we go. Agitator. Yeah. That's Pest. that's literally that's literally his role, and that's a lot of roles for players in the NHL, especially today. Because I think at, like over time they probably had to find different ways of doing it, right? Or being physical, or you know what I mean? Oh, no, no, no more goons. Now it's all about about agitators who can score. It's I mean, like, that's, game. What, that, that's what Sam Bennett is. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what Lomberg is. I'm I'm just thinking of players who are still in it. Like that's just that's just how you play. Well, I th- I thought it was funny when the Chuck was uh, shaking Marner's head. And Marner was just laughing because they were former teammates in London, right? No one really highlighted that. Um, but yeah. That was, uh, I mean, to, to be to, fair, I mean, like, that was like, when I saw that happening, like, I can't believe nobody in the Leafs stepped in for that. You know what? They're, they're not very good for that. Well, I that's mean, the thing. Like, somebody, they had Felino last year, but n- no one this year. No, Simmons wasn't playing, right? I mean, Simmons Ryan O'Reilly there. can't step in. Nolachari can't step in. I'm feeling Ryan O'Reilly's not coming back. Just Justin Hall can't step in. <laughs> Just big tall guy. Man, pylons don't move. Shit. Okay, <laughs> yo, we should. So we should transition. At, we, I know we've been talking okay, about wait. the playoffs here. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, I know. Sorry. Just to finish off the playoffs, I can say my prediction. Wait, who did you say in your prediction? Dallas and Dallas, uh, Florida. Florida. Okay, I'll say the opposite. I'll say Vegas, Carolina. Okay. Honestly, oh. both ways I can see happening. Oh yeah, it's very close. It's very right? close. Even with Carolina, they still have good players on that team. And There's no Bruins left. There's yeah. no Bruins left. There's no Rangers left. There's no the Oilers top, left. I mean, the like top seeds are gone, man. Except Vegas. Yeah. Well, yeah, Vegas. But uh, I mean, Dallas. No, Dallas was a very high up seed though, too, right? They were. Yeah. No prospect Vegas. You know what I mean? No, no, <laughs> dude. We don't need prospects. <laughs> you just trade for the best players in the league. They okay. literally, that's what they do. So to wrap this up, I think we got to talk about actually the biggest news from the past yeah. couple of days. And that uh, that has been um, the Arizona Coyotes plans for a brand new arena in Tempe. It was a whole like district with a, a state of the art arena, practice facility, bars, condos, all things like that was put up vote in Tempe for the residents to uh, decide whether or not they want to rezone the landfill that uh, the arena would be built on. And the residents voted no. Uh, And a lot of people are accusing a large misinformation campaign that was funded by all sorts of different unions and other mysterious people to not build the, to to basically not allow the the city to change the zoning. Uh, so congratulations, Tempe residents, on your landfill that, uh, you know, is going to cost the city $150 million to clean up anyways to put in whatever the hell you want there. Uh, the plan was for the arena and the district to be entirely funded by the billionaire owner that currently owns the Coyotes. 
Granted, I understand that with projects like that, you know, it's never fully privately funded. You know, the city's going to have to shell out some money for things. But at the end of the day, you would have been getting 6,900 new jobs and a really cool, fun area, I think, that would have brought a lot of life to your city. So the Coyotes now have absolutely nowhere to go within Phoenix. They've talked about potentially building an arena on reserve land. I think that's ridiculous. That's going to add another freaking eight years of Mullet Arena. And now the NHL apparently um, is panicking and kind of looking for options. And I think most of those options involve the relocation of the team potentially before the beginning of next season. What do you think about that? I say get him out of here. Uh-oh. <laughs> I honestly don't think Arizona will survive as a hockey, you know, place. I just don't think there's interest for it. I think if there was, this would have not even have been a problem where they would have to vote building this arena. They'd be like, yeah, 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 let's build it. Right? Like places like, you know, and in, in um like like I say expansion cities like you know Salt Lake City probably would like to do it um Houston Quebec City Atlanta I don't know like there's been talks about places like that I just don't think Arizona is built for the NHL and it succeeds other places but I just don't see it as a like it won't survive in my opinion and this is this has been proven for so many years they've been so shit for so many years they made one run one run and they've been around for so long they've had so many prospects so many high picks and they're still dog shit i really don't get it they're still in the real building phase after years and years to come they have not been good i don't think ever except that one run and i mean and that that's part of the problem yeah a big reason why the coyotes have never really gained traction is that they've never been good and the fan base there is like, I'm not trying to harp on them. They probably have do have some hardcore fans. They do. Yeah, they have. The they do have some great fans. Exactly. But the atmosphere is not insane. Probably. You know what I mean? And, and you well, the team can't generate any buzz. Like, no. how do you get new fans? You know, you win. You create yeah. an interesting product on the ice. At you Florida. have people there. Look at Florida, man. Florida. Florida has, I think, I think I read a statistic saying Florida has some of the best attendance in the playoffs. Oh, because their team is winning. And you know what? A lot of it's probably Canadian people, right? I know the, they blocked it for the first 24 hours, but I'm sure a lot of Canadian people still got tickets or people that live in Florida too. But, but at the end of the day, what, what the past, you know, few seasons for the Panthers have been, it's been amazing for them because they've got people people who are floridian they've yep. gotten people like that now invested and once you get your team inve- people invested in your team they're they're fans forever you know yeah. you'll never not be a fan i mean maybe you go through phases where you watch a team a little bit less you know blah 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 but at the end of the day when the team gets good when it matters you'll watch yeah, and you will. arizona has never been able to do that and that has been a big problem they've been poorly managed their entire time being there there are great fans in Phoenix. I've read plenty of comments from people who are Coyotes fans living in Arizona who are devastated at this news. And I feel really bad for them, man. It sucks to have your team yeah. taken away from you. Yeah. But you, you but, also but look the, at a team, team in Carolina, like you compare it to them. They were in the same situation, right? And But they got out of it. So, look at, I look mean, at not arena-wise, not arena-wise, but, you know, team-wise. 
Yeah, Nashville. If your too. team wins, you if your team is a winner, you create fans. Yep. And they've never been able to win. And, and and they're paying for it now. I mean, nobody gives a shit. I mean, how many times how many times does the city of Phoenix, whether excuse me, whether it be Glendale or Tempe, which are both cities within the the Phoenix metropolitan area, mm-hmm. how many times do these these cities have to say fuck you to the NHL before the NHL says, "Yeah, this isn't going to work here." I mean, I think this has got to be it, right? I think so. The city, the city, time and time again, it, don't, it doesn't matter what region of the city they go to, time and time again, they've said, no, we don't care. We don't want it. We're not going. Like, what? Like, you, you have to think this is it. I just don't know how you come back from this. The from only feasible alternative, the only feasible alternative is if they can play where the Phoenix Suns play, which is a downtown arena. But the problem with that is the owner of the Suns doesn't want them. And even if he did want them, the NHL and the Coyotes would not get the full money because that guy owns the arena, I'm pretty sure. So he's going to be taking a a pretty large percentage of of admission and stuff like that. Like they're not going to get all the money. And that long term is not going to work. No, especially for their team. And their franchise. Especially for their team, yeah. And it sucks because, you know, I, honestly, I thought the Coyotes were kind of starting to head in the right direction. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's it's awful. And so yeah, now... they have some good looking... draft picks. They have some good draft picks. And they have some well, good young players, right? Like, how are you not... going to how are you gonna convince Logan Cooley in two years to sign if they're playing in mullet? I mean, yeah, the whole I, thing uh, with I, them... I wouldn't want to play. Go ahead. The Kate, whole thing... Clay, well, sorry, like Clayton Keller tweeted about it, like a sad face. So yeah, and like that's what was promised to them, though. Like the reason why they've got guys like Keller signed, they're you know they're drafting these prospects and signing them to entry level deals. The reason why these guys are signing is because Coyotes have come down and said, "Look, we know it sucks right now. We're in a college arena, but we have a plan for this amazing building in this amazing area. It's going to be such a fantastic place to play." That's gone. How do you attract anybody? How do you even get your own free agents or your own draft picks to sign on? You wouldn't. You would. You think unless they guys, unless they, so they they would just continue being a bad team because they would just sign guys that wouldn't be signed anywhere else. You know what I mean? And that's pointless. Yeah. Imagine, imagine being like you're Logan Cooley, right? You've been playing, you've been playing hockey now for 15 years of your life. Yeah. And what you're gonna sign some kind of long term deal? I mean, you've uh-huh. made you've you've made your dream come true. You've been drafted to the NHL. Are you gonna sign some long term deal or even your entry level to be to, to just waste away in a college arena? That's not the dream. That's I'd not get, what you want. I would get out of there as soon as possible if I were possible. exactly starting starting my career. No, that is not a way I want to start it. And Dylan Gunther, man, like he's a good yeah. player. Guys and, like Clayton Keller, man, he was promised. Like, I'm sure he was promised when he signed that contract. We are getting an awesome arena. You're going to love it. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. Hey, you know, Chick- Chickren saw this before everyone. He wanted out. Ch- Chickren was there long enough. OEL was there for long enough. Yeah, you know? that's right. He did his service, too. So what's going to happen here, man, is there is no shot the NHL is going to let them play in mullet. For well, that much longer, I, I we, they have to start looking at other cities. 
and I know it's sad for other teams, and like I feel bad, obviously, but I def I I I wholeheartedly believe that there will not be an Arizona Coyotes in this in the NHL soon. Like it, so it's, let's... It, it's just hard to come back from this, and it's hard to I don't know compete with other cities that they could replace them with. You know what I mean? So let's talk about the cities that they could go to, and realistically. Okay. So you have, I think you have four major contenders here. Yeah, you have, I have a list in front of me too. I'll name off what I got, and if you got any more, then then please feel free to add them. Okay. You've got, you've got, I think a very long shot in Quebec City. We've talked about it before. I don't think the NHL goes back goes back to Quebec City unless it's an absolute emergency. Yeah, uh, they're not creating any new fans there. It's a small market. You have and Houston. Well, do you think do you think a lot of people from Quebec City are already Montreal Canadian fans? Uh yeah, but but I don't think that there's a the Nordiques were there like yeah. Pe- people would switch. Yeah, I, I guess or, they are. They do have a fan base previously. The people I mean, if you're a hockey fan in Quebec City and you're cheering for the Canadians, you're you're switching. It's it's like it's like with Seattle. Seattle was uh, mostly Canucks uh, fans, but yeah, now they got their own right. team and yeah, so you you know you root for your home. Yeah, you have the next city, Houston, which I think is the biggest prize for the NHL. They want to get into Houston. It is the fourth largest metropolitan area in the United States. They have an arena and they have a potential owner. Right? There, there's yep. guys there who have expressed it. Um, yeah, it, it looks like um, owner Bruins owner Jeremy Jacobs is in the talk for it. Um, he's one of the league's chief power brokers and he went out of his way to like advertise the idea of actually going to Houston. Um, because Mm -hmm. he, he really sees, um, you know, I guess like he, a very, I don't know, like, like a very suiting, suitable place to play hockey and, and, and they put an NHL franchise. Texas loves sportsmen. They do that. I, I don't see how it's not successful. There's two more cities though I just want to mention real quick. Yeah, yeah. You have another big long shot um in Kansas City. I don't know very much about their arena situation. I know that it would probably be a city that supports hockey. I don't know anything about their ownership and stuff like that, but their name's been thrown out there before, so I thought I would mention them. And then Yeah, I see I have them right my... here. I see them right here. Yeah. I remember I don't know if you know this, but Pittsburgh almost became Kansas State, a uh, Kansas City instead of um, Pittsburgh. Did you know that? They had no. They they had they've had an NHL team before though. Yeah, the the scouts, right? Was scouts, the, yeah. uh, previously New Jersey Devils, right? I think I think maybe. I meant I meant sorry. They were pre- yeah they were previous to the New Jersey Devils. And then you have my personal favorite choice here, and I'll I'll, I'll explain why. I know I'm talking a lot, um, but I'll yeah, I'll explain okay. why. I'll explain why it's my favorite choice, and then and then you can you you have the floor here because I've been okay. reading a lot about this. Okay. Let's I, you, hear it. Salt Lake Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, I think that would be my favorite spot for the Coyotes to go. I think you're moving to a city that has an arena and apparently there are people in Salt Lake who have been in a lot of contact with the NHL about potentially getting it moved there. And the owner or the billionaire owner of the, of the jazz there, the basketball team has said before, not long ago that it's in motion. So he has been trying to get an NHL team there. 
They have an arena that is big enough. It's only 14,000, but I think Winnipeg gets away with it and you'll make more money you know, than the Coyotes, even with a smaller arena. I like Salt Lake City because that's a it's it's an isolated city. It's a city that can get behind its teams. It's not distracted by anything else really except basketball. It's got the good climate, idiots, fucking people who think climate has anything to do with cheering for a sports team, but it I think it fits perfectly, man. And I know a lot of people are going to say that Houston is the move. NHL wants Houston. But here's why I think the Coyotes moving to Salt Lake City is better. I think ultimately the NHL will one day go to Houston. But I don't think that moving a bad team suddenly, quickly, and almost randomly to Houston is the right approach for the NHL. The NHL needs to be able to build up the hype. And that comes with expansion. They need to be building up the expansion draft. They need to be building up what the team is going to be called. The jersey reveals. They need to have all that marketing in place for a couple years. So then when the team finally comes there, people are ready for it. People are knowledgeable about it. And people are excited. I think if you take the Coyotes and just throw them into Houston right now, it'll be on the news for a few days and then people will forget about it. And then, oh yeah, we have a hockey team now. No, they need to build up the hype to Houston. The NHL cannot risk fucking up Houston because Houston is a massive door to a lot of money for them. And that's my take. No, I, I think you said it pretty well. Uh, it makes sense what you did say. Like, I, I definitely want to see um, a Houston team that just is on its own. And Kansas City could be that team to come back. You said Kansas City to come back, right? No, you said, sorry, Salt mm-hmm. Lake. That's what I meant. Salt Lake? Salt Lake. And- I think Utah is a great place to change it. It's it, it's it's sort of, I don't know, like it's not like a big change, but it, it also is at the same time. And I've heard that there's not, um, there's not a more perfect fit than this city. And a lot of fans are like, are saying this, like I'm reading a tweet right here. People are saying, please bring this to Utah. Um, and then Ryan Smith. So I guess that's the guy who's, uh, the owner the owner yeah the owner of the jazz, of the jazz. yeah and yeah. he said it's in motion so and yeah he's been talking about it yeah so he's definitely trying to make this happen and i would like to see a utah team that's exciting right it's I'm, a good state I, I know it's a smaller arena but but if they're selling out every night i mean that's so much better than selling out six thousand excuse me six thousand t- tickets in arizona i mean and eventually, you know, one day maybe they get a bigger arena for them and the Jazz. But I think right now it's the right move. I mean, 14,000 is what? About the same size as Winnipeg's arena, right? That works. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? They're already a sports city. It's not like you go to Utah to retire and go on vacation. It's, it's kind of a place where people do live and go are dedicated to their team. Like the Utah Jazz, I'm pretty sure they have a good fan base, right? Exactly. So, it, it's and- not... You, you look at cities like that and they remind me of like of like the Milwaukee's right. Milwaukee people are just obsessed with their team. Green Bay obsessed with their football team. Right. Yeah. It's yep. these cities that are kind of isolated that aren't big retiree destinations that support their their teams the best. And I think Salt Lake is one of those cities. Yeah. And I, I, I think everyone would agree with you, too, for your statement that that Salt Lake would be a better replacement team and Houston would be a better brand new team. I mean, they both would be brand new teams, 
but at the same time, it's it's a good transition for the NHL for that at this moment, right? Especially if they have an arena ready that they can use, and you know they don't have to build one and wait a few years for it to be built, and but they can get right to it. I mean, obviously it might not happen right away, but it could be a replacement that that's down the road, and then you add Houston as well, right? Like and here's here's another thing too that I think is really interesting as well. If you add Houston via expansion, right? So, you you know, they would be the 33rd team because they have 32 right now. Houston would be the 33rd team if it's added by expansion. They would be in the Western Conference. Then what do you need? Uh, What do you you need? Sorry, you said Houston was going to go to... So so if Houston was an expansion team, right? They would be the 33rd team in the NHL. And oh, they would so you need another seventh. one. You would need another team. And in what conference would you need them? Because Houston would be in the West. So you need another East team now. Huh. Who in the East has an arena ready and ownership? Quebec City. Quebec City. I mean, I don't know if that would ever happen, though. Like, they would pick Quebec City, but it'd be really but cool. But you need, you need the balance. Yeah, name another do. name name another well it used to be how the west was less teams and the east was more and then they added more to the west and now they have to add more to the east kind of how it works but it's weird i just, I just see think, the nhl I just think it's a good way well did you see the nhl really doing this for a while after they added seattle and vegas i, I don't think, know i mean i think that there it could work and I'm not saying that Quebec City would get the team here, but I'm saying if Houston came in via expansion, the league would need balance again. And I can't think of another city in the East that doesn't have an NHL team that that could get one. I mean, who's? they're all already so tightly packed up there. Yeah. Who was the other option? I mean, I well, actually... Um, this has also been in the talks and you know what? It's not very popular, but Atlanta, um, oh, fuck. Oh, oh. I can never see that happening. If you move from Arizona, why would you go to Atlanta? Oh, they, well, they won't move Arizona to Atlanta because, it, because, it, well, unless they put Atlanta in the West, but there's not like, that just doesn't make any effing sense right now. Like, you're going from one big question mark to another big question mark. I mean, I really think Salt Lake City would be a for sure supported team. You're adding hockey fans. Salt Lake City doesn't have a hockey team. There's not. There's nothing near Salt Lake. Like, you're adding... It's a big metro area. It's like 1.2 million people. That's a lot of people. Yeah, so Quebec City does make sense then. I mean, I just don't know if Gary Bettman's for it. It, it, it it's a tough sell to that it, yeah it it's is. a tough sell i just think the only way quebec city ever gets its team back is if the nhl has to rebalance the conferences well also if the canadian dollar improves but i don't know if that's that that happen. would be important as well for sure right? yeah because that's probably a big factor too right it's it's not good like the canadian dollar sucks compared to the u.s dollar so but, but also at the end of the day though nhl owners love expansion they love it because whenever a team comes in and they pay the $1 billion, that money gets divided up amongst the owners. That's it. Yeah. They don't mind it because That's they, true. anytime a team comes in, every owner is making like tens of millions of dollars. 
Yeah. That's true. I mean... So, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see. Uh, there's definitely going to be some more news about this out coming out soon. Um, I don't know it when. It could just be a couple weeks. Could be a couple weeks. You think so? Yeah, it might be yeah. fast. Yeah, honestly... This is what happened with Atlanta. Yeah. Everything it, was fine. And then all of a sudden, boom. No arena. Boom, we're moving. Yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, like... Do you think there is any possibility that they do find an arena like Arizona that can find another location that's okay. The problem is, is if they, if they find another location, apparently there's reserve land that, that, that they could use. But the problem is, is they would have to start the planning process all over again. And then that's what, like three, four more years in mullet at least. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not worth it unless the NHL is okay with it, but I just don't think it would fly with a lot of people, a lot of players that want to play like there. We, and fans like would we be said pissed before. Off. Like we said before, you know, they have these prospects who, you know, are going to take a look at the situation and say, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, because remember Lindros was like, yeah, I got you're drafting me, but I want to trade. I'm not even putting it on the jersey and no one's going to want to put on that jersey. That was that was a little bit different. But yeah, but yes, know, yeah. same same idea. Same idea. Like a, like a sign like, and trade. You know what I mean? Like or something like that. So just people lo- are not going to want to sign contracts there. No. I mean, the, the only benefit is that it's nice there and it's sunny. and But besides that, like, it's not a hockey destination. I just think there's a very big difference between relocation cities and expansion cities. Expansion cities are, are cities that the NHL covet and they want to be very careful with and make yeah. sure they get it right. And then you have relocation cities, which are safe bets. I think yeah. Salt Lake is a safe bet relocation city. I think Quebec City is a safe bet relocation city, even though the NHL won't go there. Yep. But I think this whole I think this whole chain of events could play out in a way that eventually one day we do see the Nordiques again. Like I said, if Houston is an expansion team, they're in the West. They need another team in the East. That was that would be awesome because I remember their their ownership group was very interested in in bringing them. Well, to Quebec the Corps, NHL. right? They tried to come in yeah. with Vegas. Yeah. I remember the Quebec prime minister said um, we're bringing a team to the NHL and he didn't even confirm it with anyone. He was just saying that and everyone, it started a rumor and everything, but yeah, honestly it got me excited. It did get me excited because I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like nostalgia right there of the Quebec Nordiques, right? Bring them back. That'd be so cool. But I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. Um, like you said, we could see in a couple of weeks what happens Maybe, you know, we see all those teams come to the NHL and we just predicted the future right there. And, and possibly it's a great possibility, but you never know what teams. That's just my best case for. scenario in my head. Best I mean, case for the scenario NHL, yeah. For the NHL, they would be stupid if they stayed and they didn't change it. Like, like they didn't go that way that you're you're saying because it does make sense. And I think it would make sense to anyone. I mean, if I, I mean, maybe Arizona fans say, no, 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 we deserve to be in the NHL, but clearly it's just not working out and it sucks Didn't i go mean, to enough games guys yeah it sucks and i mean i guess you can say that for any franchise but you're not bringing in enough revenue and you're voting against the team you know what i mean you're you're, you're arizona is or tempe is voting against the team where they they wanted to play so what fans were in tempe like i don't think there was that's a know. very good point that's right? a very good point you know yeah. these people these people at the end of the day, yes, you're voting against the team. And so that just goes to show who gives a fuck about the Coyotes. 
Not, not a lot. Nobody. I mean, there's some diehard fans, and kudos to you for sticking with them for so long. And I know there's Big been some time, legendary dude. players there, like man, Taylor Hall played there. Uh, to Chuck played there. Shane Doan, Danny Briere. Like there, Jeremy you've had Ronick. some. Le- yeah, you've had some legends play there, right? Like that. That's a pretty cool. A lot of, a lot of, a good resume, definitely. But it just didn't help the team when they were there. So. Um, but I mean, we'll see what happens, and we'll definitely have some updates for that soon. But I, I think that's uh, good for this episode. Um, but uh, yeah, check us out on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, where this podcast would be, and where you're listening. Um, you know, leave us a review or a rating. We definitely appreciate it. We, we like to see where our friends are from, so um, we're de- listening to nine different countries. So let's try to expand that. Um, we'll definitely try some different ways to do that. Stay tuned to our YouTube because we definitely have some series there. Me and Bryce are cooking up some ideas. Bryce came up with a really cool idea I think you guys will enjoy, but we're not going to tell you just yet because we want it to be a surprise. And also follow all our socials. I'm posting more TikToks and more graphics too that I'm working on. Um, I did one of the Sam Harding one, and I'm going to do some more TikToks of him. And so check us out on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Um, I'm going to try posting more on Twitter because I've been pretty bad with that. But we have about like 15, 16 followers on there. I'm sure we can grow that. And uh, yeah, just just continue to support us whatever you can. Um, and I think that's it for me, Bryce. How about you? I think they're announcing the Ottawa Senators uh, owners, new owners next week, apparently. I honestly think it's, it's I mean, Snoop Dogg. It's going to be Snoop. I, I think it might be. I mean, some people are saying it might be the weekend, but I think it's going to be a Snoop Dogg. Snoop I think, big. But yeah, but yeah. Well, I think that they'd be dumb if they didn't. Like, I think he might. He must be so rich. He oh, must he'll be. He'll come in with a group and. and, and yeah, I know he be is. Hype yeah. In the NHL. I mean, dude, that'll, that'll bring t- attention to the league, you know, and that's all the NHL wants. They're so desperate to grow. I mean, how could you not go with a guy like Snoop well, Dogg? He's a globally recognized celebrity. I mean, I don't know if this is just what he's saying, but Snoop Dogg says he wants to grow the game. Like, I mean, obviously for the black community and everything like that, which is great, right? Like, that's a good way too. Like, it, it, it's a. I've been seeing a lot. Charles Barkley's another guy who's been really all about hockey lately. Oh, he's been fun to see. Did you see? Did you see what he said about uh, the Winnipeg player? I forget his name. A oh, Baron. Baron. Baron Morgan Baron. Yeah, he's like yeah. If, an, if an NBA player got seventy-five stitches, he'd retire. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's possibly true. You know what I mean? Like. Hockey's exciting, and I, I I want it to be played in, in exciting cities. So, but uh, but yeah, um, how did we even get here? I don't even remember. <laughs> I think I we're know. ending the episode. Sense. Oh, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you all in the next episode. Peace, guys. Peace.